She's Elizabeth. He's Aaron. And, and we're, we're married, married to, to the, the idea. idea. I like to change it up every once in a while. Keep you on your toes. <laughs> Throw me off, why don't you? <laughs> uh, married to the Idea is a fun little podcast that we do where we explore uh, different books, movies, TV shows, and uh, try to come up with two different points of views. Or sometimes we are we drag up the worst of the worst and talk about them. We did uh, Nessie and Me a while ago. and Now, Nessie and Me was just objectively terrible from beginning to end. I may go to the mat on the movie that we are reviewing today because I think it was so bad it was good, whereas you felt that years of your life had passed you by while you watched it. Like, I've watched Mono's Hands of Fate. I've watched The Room. I've watched... Uh, Plan 9 from Outer Space. I have watched all these movies. Now, so granted, have I. And I think you've watched them in the same aspect as me with having uh, watched them with Rift Tracks, which allows you to get through it with your sanity. <laughs> um, whereas this movie that we're going to talk about um, as if they don't know, as if there's no yeah, picture. Yeah, yeah, there's no, like, there, there's no, like, surprise. <laughs> I like how I was trying to, like, maybe Surprise! Like it's Sammy and the Stegosaurus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. really? I thought it was Pammy and a pterodactyl. Ooh. A pterodactyl. That's good, but it'd be Amy then, because the P is silent. Ah. No, we're talking Tammy and the T-Rex. This movie popped up, um, speaking of Rift Tracks and Mystery Science Theater 3000, I watched, uh, I follow a group on Facebook with them, and, or not with them specifically, but it's like fans of those uh, TV shows and, um, you know, movies and junk, uh, and this, this trailer has popped up more than once, and every time people are like, how has Mystery Science Theater 3000 or Rift Tracks not done this movie? And I asked that same freaking question keeping my sanity during this movie was just making so many riffs and jokes my notes are full of amazing jokes that will now see the light of day but otherwise i would have just been bemoaning the lack of audience how 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 many times did i say uh what the fuck how many times like, did you pause it? Oh my, I had to, like, I had to stop this damn I movie. I get so angry when you pause movies. I get so, so angry. It's like, you're supposed to go with the flow of the thing. Even if you're laughing, you're supposed to go with the flow of it. And there are, there are very few times I will accept a pause. Uh, you you begged me several times to like, let me just pause. Let, let me pause, please. Let me pause. Oh my god. So... I have seen this trailer a couple times. We actually watched the trailer right after we watched the movie. And I realized that, like, the quote-unquote best scenes were in the trailer. Maybe a couple were left out. As most movies are, I would say. Well, no, I, and that's that's an argument I, I would definitely make. There are some movies that leave out the best stuff in the, in the trailers, which is really, Not really nice. Not recently. Even Spider-Man no. Homecoming, which was a good movie. That entire movie have, was in that did, trailer. It did, yeah. We kind of knew the basic plot, I will say that. Um, but th I would say probably the most poignant and therefore, in my mind, the best scene was not in the trailer. So in this one, the, I mean, we can debate trailers, you know, until the cows come home. <laughs> but this trailer was I mean, you got... The, they got the official voiceover guy. I was surprised. There, yeah, he was... The, like, like, he must the, have been like... I'm like, you'll pay me how much to do this? Alright, wait, what? That what? guy what? must have just been rolling in money. He did every movie for like 
two decades it felt like it i don't say i wouldn't say it's that long but it was definitely like there was definitely a ton of movies and like tammy the, has everything figured out a hungry boyfriend understanding parents there's just one little problem like it's the exact same voice every time i love that guy it's amazing yeah and especially if you're a kid in the early 90s watching vhs you got you heard this guy's voice this this voice was definitely a um uh, we yes. definitely popped up more than once. Much, much like Nessie and Me, I want to go through this beat for beat because this is a movie that probably not many people have seen and they deserve to know every bit of deliciousness that we discovered. I, I can promise you, uh, dear listeners, you will not find this movie on Netflix or Hulu or on uh, any... You will not find the DVD or even the VHS. You can only find this on YouTube, yep. where some generous soul has spent time in recording and uploading this movie. And, VHS, it has to be. Oh yeah, there's no way in hell, the, especially in the format that it was in, like the you know four by four format. Three or by four. Huh? Three by four format, not four by four format. I don't know. I've been sorry. I've been getting really into the technicals. I probably am <laughs> misrepresenting yeah, like, I, the entire I, film industry with this one line, but there, it's not widescreen. Yeah, is what I mean. <laughs> it's not widescreen. It's definitely the square, like where you would watch this on the old tube TV. Right. <laughs> um, you know when we watched uh, Air Force One, that's definitely the way we yes. watched it. So. Yes. So this movie, I, I guess if we're going to go beat by beat, a quick synopsis, um, this movie is about a high school couple, uh, Tammy and Michael, uh, who are just beginning to date, uh, and these names will surprise you that they're in this movie that has not really seen the light of day. Uh, Paul Walker, rest in peace, um, I wasn't the biggest Fast and Furious fan, but I always had kind of a respect for Paul Walker. Uh, Paul Walker uh, plays Michael, um, though he has less screen time in this than the damn Nessie in Nessie and Me. That's true. Um, they get him in. They get his brain into that T Rex body real fast. Spoilers. <laughs> oh uh, no. Uh, and Denise Richards, a very young Denise Richards, plays Tammy. The too titular, young, as in. Like, a lot of that stuff should not have. That was not legal. I I felt dirty, and I'm not that much older than a high schooler now. I'm about 10, 11 years older than I felt dirty, kind of watching a couple scenes. Oh, it was. Oh my gosh. Which we both know that she was had to be at least seventeen, eighteen when she's making this movie. But still, it was young. So her jealous boyfriend that she doesn't want to date but somehow has to, uh, leads leaves him in an animal preserve where he gets mauled by a lion is presumed dead when a mad scientist doctor comes in and fakes his death and then transplants his brain into the body of a mechanical dinosaur that he's been creating for reasons. Yeah. <laughs> Make uh, money, he, rule the world reasons. And, and we can go into it a little bit later, but, like, he actually does have a reason. It, it He explains it. Like, this is the only guy on set who is having fun with this movie. He's the only one taking this no, there not are, seriously. Again, but, hey. there are points we, that we get to that I'm like, everyone should be having fun because this movie, this movie should have worked as a dark comedy. I can absolutely see if, this movie working. If it had better... Um, there, are, there are entire scenes, not just like points or beats, but entire scenes that would have 
you didn't have to do any editing. Just transplant them into a new movie. They worked perfectly as a dark comedy. It was amazing. If they, like, took the idea and, like, went in a different direction than this, better direction, better directing, better editing, better everything, everything. pretty much... And, yeah, you might have a B-movie out of it. You might have, like, a sci-fi level Sharknado-esque B-movie out of it. It's not, like, one like, of those ones that's going to be, like, a cult classic or anything like that. It's, it is, even the concept like, no, like, itself do, is flawed. Do, like, Ragnarok director with TT make a movie that's, uh, like, he would do know. it. He could do anything. I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I, see, that's, I guess, where our viewpoints come. <laughs> All right, uh, Different so, viewpoints. So, very first opening scene. Oh. Opening scene. It sets it up so bad. We had to facepalm quite a few times. Because the opening scene is, I, I'm guessing, the cheerleading or dance team practicing their routine. It, oh, with no yeah. context. The, yeah. Just a bunch of young, nubile women in crop tops, tied up ponytails, yeah. smoky eyes, doing their stretchy dances, all to the sounds of a man singing a song about dinosaurs. A, a very, like, very much uh, party time from the animated, one of the animated Titanic movies, or um, uh, in the family um, from Birdemic. <laughs> Uh, like one of those, like they obviously wrote it for the movie, but got the cheapest person to do it and then had them record it. Yep. So, um, but this movie was made in 92 or 93. So the style, yeah, while, you know, kind of not necessarily risque for teenagers is Dude, still very felt, indicative. It indicative. felt more risque than anything on the OC. Even even Paul Walker's wearing a crop top in this, so. Well, I, that's the, that was the style though. You yeah. and I were too young for to really be around in that because that's true. If we if we wore a toddler shirt when we were you know maybe or if we wore an infantry when we were a toddler, yeah, it was a crop top. But kids will, our age at that time did not really wear that kind of stuff. I will tell you, with all the fashion that does age poorly in this movie, Denise Richards' eyebrows are on fleek. <laughs> they are gorgeous. And they're not too thick, not too thin. About, Perfect. About on, I don't know how much authority I have on this. So I'm, I'll, I'll say that and, and I'll shut tell up. tell us about your experience with eyebrows. My eyebrows are too thick. I don't know what else to say. I think you have lovely eyebrows. Not Denise Richard eyebrows, no. but you can work towards it. So here's one positive I have to give this movie. I don't know if it's because of the actor or if it's because of the writing or or the, even the director, but the chemistry that Michael exudes. Oh, yeah. Not coming from Tammy, but the one-sidedness that I felt like Paul Walker's character actually really liked her. Yeah. Now, when he did up with his motivations for other things, like fighting or running away, I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm completely pulled back out of it. But when they were, like, interacting and Paul Walker was talking, or at least on screen, I was drawn in slightly. Yeah, like, absolutely. For, like, zero to percent to, like, maybe five to ten percent. So that's, I mean, yeah, but that's saying a lot with Denise this movie. Denise had a bit of... Kristen Stewart going on just with the blank delivery of some of her lines. But then, like, I just really over, need you. And like, yeah, only like in some scenes it really feels birdemic and like, oh my god, what's happening? And then the next scene she pulls it back, like the morgue scene. I'm like, yes, perfect, we're all back. The, yeah, there's there there's so many times when she goes from like sobbing, 
you know, wringing her hands intensely sad and depressed to she the very next scene being like happy go lucky skipping Girl down the power. lane. Yeah, yeah, a lot of a lot of really crazy edits that are not addressed. Um so so here's the here's the crux of it. Uh Denise and Paul they they love each other. They want to be together. But he eats a flower. He eats so a he's flower quirky. for her. Oh, you're so weird. He eats a flower. He eats a flower. I just wrote that on. He just ate a flower in yeah. my notes. Like and what? It, and this is not when he. Well, he does it when he turns into a T Rex. But it, this is not like him. Like oh, he's secretly a T Rex. He just does it so to show that he's. Different from those other guys. Yes, the other guys are her boyfriend, which for some reason she cannot break up with. The oh biggest, my god, the this biggest guy was asshole, so much of a tool. The biggest asshole I think I've ever seen in cinema. Like, I felt like even if Paul Walker died, he would piss on his corpse. And even if the corpse got cremated, he would rub <laughs> his dick in the ashes. And even if such and such go on and on and on, this guy was a huge ass. He would, like, bottle his mother's tears to rinse his dick off or something like that. And we went had, pretty grotesque on that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He, um, he had a... And he had a bunch of guy weasel friends the friend's name is actually the, called weasel the the yeah the friend the guy who's called weasel actually went on to do some other movies now he's not like a big name by any means but he's kind of one of those oh yeah i recognize that guy specifically he was in an episode of scrubs but he was actually in um uh twister too he was one of the kind of the side characters underneath uh Oh, is it Carrie Elwes? No, Philip Seymour Philip Hoffman. Seymour Hoffman. Yeah, National the, Treasure. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it was really funny when I saw him. But, like, uh, so they, like, they fight in the middle of the day, and cops have to come and break it up because there's being, no teachers around, apparently. Yeah, being cheered on with by girl groupies that are just out for blood. Holy shit. This was the most psychotic high school teenager I have ever... A female... They reminded that, me of the bullies from It. Yeah, like... like Irredeemable, take, no good qualities. If you... Yeah. If out you, for blood and death. If you take that one... The super psychotic one, the one that, like is, like, ready to kill way too early on in life and, like, way too good with it. Like, that, but in female form... Oh, she was ready. Boom. That's, like, that is straight up this character. Mm-hmm. Like, with less conviction. <laughs> yeah. Um, the cops show up, and both of these guys have grabbed the other guy's dong and are just and like, holding it. And, like, like doing, like, some sort of, like, nut twist thing. Nurple. <laughs> Like, yeah, nurple dick or whatever. And and then, like, finally, like, the cops are like, all right, break it up, break it up. And they're still holding each other's dicks. Like, yeah, I'm such a man, I'm holding your dick. Like, they oh, finally, come on, guys. They finally bust it up, and Paul Walker doesn't fall down. And the cop's like, well, aren't you hurt, too? He's like, no, nah, I got a cup on. Well, then why were you reacting in the first place, you jackass? Yeah, wh why, why, why did you... I can see him, like, fainting and saying, like, F-E-I-N-T, and saying, oh, man, you're grabbing my dick. Oh, that sucks. And then, like, as soon as you have the opportunity to grab punch, him yeah. or sucker punch him, the we fuck out. And then, like, ha-ha, I have a cup on you, asshole. Weird. So weird. Yeah. So as he's, the bully's uh, dragged off by the cops screaming, I'll kill you, I'll kill you. And his grand master plan is to take him to the wild animal sanctuary oh, you, you, that all you, small you, towns have. Yeah, exactly. But you forget a step. Denise Richards, after this fight, runs off 
and scre screaming, not like saying, oh, screaming, oh, leave me alone, I never want to see you I will again. not scream because I will blow the levels, but it is a yeah. shriek. It is, it is a, it is a, uh, it is absolutely a, a very loud noise. And like, and Paul Walker kind of like runs after her and, and of course, Denise Richard has a very open, very out gay black best friend. Because of course- Byron. 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 Who might have been my favorite character. This is going to be weird. I think that the movie was showing us that it was not okay to make fun of gay people. And even in a slight way... Yeah, there was a couple scenes where you're father, like, oh, his father, wait a minute. Who, his father, who is the police chief, yeah, never once questions him or is mad at him or is disappointed like, in him because, don't, of he's black, because yeah. he's gay. Yeah. It's just, oh, you're a kid, you don't understand that. But it's never once. There are a bunch of the two hick policemen who are the most awful policemen oh, in the history the, of ever. Like, they sexualize the young teenage girls they're trying to help. And they oh God, call yeah. a son, near, like nearly call him a faggot. Like, they yeah. say, fuck, oh, your son, yeah. sir, to yeah. the police yeah. chief's dear, face. Dear listeners, we will say, fuck, shit, damn. But, like, I have a hard time saying that F word. Like, yeah. That, like, that one, that, like, when they, like, they almost straight up say it completely. And it's like, That was in the trailer. Son. Do you yeah. know that that line was in the trailer? I'm like, oh my god, really? Yeah, it was in the freaking trailer. But he is, um, he, him and Denise are actually the most fun couple to watch their chemistry with because they act, they, they have really good cool time together. I don't think it's together. Denise Richards. Uh, uh, oh, Byron well, was fantastic. Byron, uh, Byron whoever the actor is, fanta uh, fantastically acted the crap out of that stereotype. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Like, like, at first, I'm like, oh, crap. You know, another no, is, sissy, no, you know, no, a stereotypical. No, no, sage gay black man. Yeah, like, he actually, like, he had some, he had some good, he had some good scenes. Like, honestly, I would say the top three characters are Denise, well, I would even say Paul Walker's character, Michael and Byron, were actually about tied for not only screen time but character. But because yeah. like she obviously has most of the screen time, but then like it, it like it dives down and like immediately who else has most screen time? Because Michael doesn't have a ton yeah. as Paul Walker. Now, if you think of the character, that's however, a story. Um, however, that dinosaur takes all the time because there is no warm up with the first shot of the dinosaur. There is oh no warm-up. It yeah. immediately cuts to a fog room where the dinosaur is just looming in silhouette. I'm like, oh, so we're just going to jump right into this. So, okay. Okay. Cool. Uh, <laughs> are, there, there are some interesting casting choices in this movie. I think they blew their budget on the casting choices because... <laughs> Certainly you know, not on the animatronics. God, no. The, the dinosaur animatronic... I would say was a reject from uh, uh, Jurassic Park, like the one that it was like Jurassic their Park product. Three. Yeah, I wouldn't even go that far. They like, the ride Jurassic that's Park it. at they, Universal. Boy, you know they had something going for it, but then they show his arms. Oh my god! Yeah, at oh weird points. At weird points, the dinosaur has like an op opposable thumb. And like can like grab things and, and two actually fingers, things. yeah, and like, like yeah, like a weird thing. And the arm will appear. It's off clearly screen. a T Rex. So his arms, as well as the T Rex arms, are really small, vestigial. Didn't really do much. Just hung right here by his chest. So we know this. And the T Rex has to make a phone call. So he goes to the phone booth, and you just see this 
puppet arm come from off screen below him and just start making the call and I lost my freaking mind when I saw that. It reminded me, um, do you remember Dexter's Laboratory? Yeah. Um, he had that evil nemesis or arch rival, uh, Mandark. Yes. Mandark would, like, whenever he would do his laugh, he his his torso and shoulders and, like, upper arms would come down and be cut off by the screen. And then his arms would come Oh, the hands in. up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but they would, like, they would pop in independently of each other and of the body. <laughs> That's what it reminded me of. Like, it was seriously, like, like it, you could tell it was obviously not only not attached to that dinosaur, but it was a completely, like, separate arm altogether. So. It was, like, why did you should not have shown? You should have just given him long arms in the animatronic, because yeah. otherwise it's like, so... Give him, like, human arms. It wouldn't have Any... looked much different. Anything <laughs> at all. Um, there's... <laughs> oh, my so, gosh. So, Denise Richards, after screaming, stay away from me, calls Paul Walker up in the middle of the night and, like... Come I, over. I need you. Like, he, he, she did the meme. You know, come over. Oh, I don't know, hon. My parents aren't home. What? Oh, yeah. <laughs> In a rowboat down the street. <laughs> like, yeah, you're absolutely right. Like, that is straight up what happened. And he, like, and he busts his ass. He runs over, grabs 20 pieces of clothing, and he climbs up the trellis because every house in California has a trellis. <laughs> yeah, apparently. And then climbs up, gets in the room, and is like, is your door locked? Your parents are like right down there. They're like right there. Too many pratfalls occur, taking out her papazon oh, chair, yeah. her light. And then like she like does a pratfall kind of like on purpose. And, and like, then they start like heavy core and, making out. Yeah. And it's like, and oh like, my God, you can't show that on TV. And it wasn't like, <laughs> she like. She gets a phone call. I think it's going to be from someone else. No, it's her parents downstairs. Like, hey, honey, how honey, you doing? Honey, are you okay up there? Like, the, every, every time that she is in danger or making loud noises, it cuts to the parents doing something comically loud that they wouldn't yeah. be able to hear her, like a blender going or a drill bit. And like, was that our daughter? I don't know, honey. <laughs> and while Paul is climbing up... This psycho the bitch. The two, yeah, the, the psycho bitches, they are driving yeah. by, they see, like, and they, Psycho oh. bitch and psycho bitch, like, who actually feels bad about what happens Afterwards, later. yeah, she goes up, she's like, hey, it's a very realistic teenager scene. Like, I feel like that's how it happened, like, hey, I'm, I'm sorry, we, we didn't really mean to go that far. She's not in any way redeemed, but she knows that she made a mistake, and she's trying to just she, be like, it, like yeah, yeah, she tries to apologize, sorry. and, like, and at one point, the psycho bitch, the actual psycho bitch, or psycho bitch classic, um... And she says, you're not going to tell anyone that we did this. Like, threatening her. Like, oh my god. Oh, it's so, it's so creepy. They see Paul Walker going in the window like, this is too perfect. Call Billy. And they go He's drive off. murder him. It's so great. Like, they, they call Billy. The and they all, Billy and all his gang, his posse, oh, god, like 12 20, guys. Yeah, 20 guys, like, just pull up. Show up. They knock at the door screaming for Denise. And her father's at the door like, Oh, it's that Billy kid again. And his mom's like, just call the police. Like, I'll take care of this. Opens the door. And they just, they just barrel right past him. He does nothing to stop the impediment of all these dozens of men running into the house up to his daughter's bedroom. And, like, they start pounding on the door. Paul Walker tries to escape through the window. And they see him. And they start chasing after him in his in their cars. He completely leaves his car behind. He, uh, yeah, he runs along the road. He learned from the Prometheus school of running away from things. Oh, dear God. Yes, he did. He, this man could, could run. <laughs> oh yeah, he could run far. Um, 
The, I, he could couldn't not... run out of the street. Yeah, into any, a tree. at any point he is running down the middle of the street and could have turned into any of these houses like, help, help, they are trying to kill me, legitimately kill me. And at, at no point does this happen where he runs through a backyard like Ferris Bueller's <laughs> or anything like that. He just runs down the middle of the street and like tries to out outrun a freaking car. Yeah. So then they take him to the wild animal park. Yeah. Which, which is, is full yeah. of just big cats. Now, I have to say, Rapid City is only about a third of the size of Knoxville. Uh, Rapid City, South Dakota, is actually where I was born. And I spent plenty of summers there. Uh, but Rapid City actually has not one, but two animal parks. They have uh, what's called Bear Country USA and Reptile Gardens. Well, the fact for this, it was just... One chain link fence to stop these cats. Yeah. Which could clearly climb the fence if they want to. Yeah, so then uh, Paul Walker's stunt double gets attacked by a uh, (laughs) a lion, a male lion, and goes to the hospital. We don't see him go to the hospital, we just assume that because the very next scene is Denise and Byron running up to the hospital. She in her very nicest fringe jacket and heels and hat. Yeah, she's dressed up. I came as soon... I, I, oh, it's like, uh, I put on my best hat and heels as soon as I heard you're in the hospital. It just runs to his side. Yeah, like, dressed up to go see your boyfriend in the hospital. Yeah, and, uh, he's the... So then we finally connect the two plots together. We have the mad scientist who apparently has been looking for a body of someone who wouldn't be missed with no brain injury or trauma or problems to put into, to transplant into the body of his mechanical T-Rex. So when he goes to the uh, hospital, just searching for anyone that might be like, yeah, this kid's been in a coma for 12 days. He's like, really interesting. He goes in with his hot female assistant. What the hell was she wearing? Like, what, like her boobs look drawn on Oh, yeah, she point. had crazy like, bra and yeah. always, like, a leather print bustier and leather pants and the crazy tall hair and all this stuff. And, and, like, at one point while they're in the hospital, before this happens, Billy actually freaking comes to the hospital with his little weasel lackey. Like, oh, yeah, trying they to get come, the, like, Denise what, Richards out of there. You're gonna kill him in the hospital? What is your plan? Oh, my God. So, so Denise knees him in the junk, and her and Byron clap and laugh. Yeah, go for it! Like, oh after, he, after she was just crying hysterically yeah. over Paul's coma, what follows? That the <sighs> is... I can't tell. I still don't know. It's been a can day. I, can I preface this real quick? Yeah. I touched on this just a second ago with... Uh, the casting choices, and I don't mean just Denise Richard and Paul Walker, who were both kind of pretty big breaks, mm-hmm. um, or this guy Byron or anything like that. I honestly think they got the kid who played Isaac in Children of the Corn, who is does such a, a beautiful job, <laughs> um, does such a beautiful job as Isaac, plays a nerdy assistant to the main bad guy. In this movie. In this but movie. And I think they blew their whole budget on who the main bad guy is. Because you won't know his name, but you know who he plays. And I actually don't remember his name, but I remember who he plays. He played Bernie in Weekend at Bernie's. Both one and two, I might add. Yes, he did. This, so, this is the guy who probably had the most fun on set. He was having a hell of fun just talking about, like, he was always making out with his nurse. Yeah, like, they're, like, like, teasing each other with a kiss, like, oh. That, yeah, she had an oral fixation. Oh, God, yeah. She, She, she would, like, lick things. She would, like, like, suck on her fingers. She would, like, like, Pop take gum. things. Pop gum. It was always yeah. eating something. It was 
It was amazing. But he absolutely had the most fun with the scene because they go to the hospital and like, well, we have to fake him dying. So she puts a little machine on the beep, beep, beep the, uh, a car, uh, to make a flat line. And what follows, I think, is probably the best 30 seconds of comedy I've ever seen. In it this, is ex in this movie, it especially is in this movie. just yeah. as good as the truly awful but amazing commercial that they do in Nessie and uh, yeah, It I was would... made to be terrible and it's so great. It looked like an SNL skit as they were doing it. I would say more Mad TV, but yet, because I wouldn't put it up to the he quality climbed, of Mad TV. He SNL. climbs on top of Paul Walker, just starts beating his chest with his hands you together. You will not take this man! For only like 10 seconds, and then he's like, well, he's dead. <laughs> and Denise faints behind him, just screaming, and then so does Byron, and like, well, let's take him, and like, it is the most amazing thing I think I've ever seen. So, ah. they managed to sneak the body out of the hospital, and they throw it into the car. Um, Where he wakes up. He, wake, he wakes up. From his 12 day yeah, coma, just, just happens, happens to, to wake, wake up. up. Like, oh man, what's going on? And she Whoa. punches him out. Just yeah, she choo. punches him out. And then, like, gives him a little something. And then he wakes up and thinks he's Dorothy from Wizard of Oz. And then <laughs> then, then gets knocked out again. Yeah, that's great for the brain. It's so great. So, yeah, I'm like, that's what I'm thinking. Like, you do not want to do that to the brain that you want so much. And they do a brain transplant. I have all the science mumbo-jumbo in the world couldn't solve this problem. And they're like, okay, now put him to sleep. Tomorrow morning, we'll make it big so we leave the T-Rex alone. And, of course, he wakes up sooner than expected. And... He just starts killing so many fools off screen. So much off screen death. So basically, this movie is fairly gory. It should be an you R. I don't know don't why it's not. I, I have no idea what rating this was. I don't know oh, if good it point. got a rating. I don't know if it was widely released or not. This movie was gory, but you don't see the gore. You just see, you see the, the aftermath. aftermath. Like, Okay, so at one point, he kicks a guy through a door. There's, like, this, like, beefcake henchman. Who looks like an Arnold Schwarzenegger. He looks yeah. like Arnold Schwarzenegger, but he had a perfect, normal American accent, which threw me every time he Oh, and at one point, they're trying to test the dinosaur strength, so he hands him up a barbell with, like, two weights on it. Not even, like, big weights, like, medium-sized weight. And he's, like, struggling to lift it up and, like, to give it to the... T-Rex, who immediately just kind of throws it, like, does, like, one lift and throws it back at him. So and... many things. I have no idea why the brain transplant was necessary for this T-Rex. It, uh, because it, apparently he wanted, yeah. Apparently he wanted, like, people to start being androids or cyborgs. Kind of like a ghost in the shell type thing. Yeah, and he throws it at the end. People are going to want to keep their pets immortal more than their relatives. And I'm like, like there is a sad scariness about that statement. Yeah. They'd rather keep Fluffy alive than Grandma, so... Yeah, he, he flattens... one. He, he throws one scientist out the door, flattens him like a crepe, as we see later when the assistant literally rolls him up oh a bloody, God, hairy yeah. carcass flat, just rolls it up like rubber and brings it back inside. Like, have you, like in cartoons, when like someone gets ro yeah. run over by a steamroller... Real-life like, Tom like, and Jerry. Yeah, like, and she starts like rolling him back up. It's so, it's so weird. Then he finds the party. The cool hip hop and party oh, where his girlfriend, who just saw her boyfriend die in front of her, is at the party. Yeah, and like tries to get apologized to by the uh, uh, by one the psycho bitch light light uh, to the you know electric boogaloo. Um, yeah, and then Billy shows up and she's like, Billy, I never want to see or talk to you again. <sighs> and like and keeps like looking back at him and walking away, looking back at him I, and walking I away. I will tell you this. 
I'm very tired of the stereotype of the guy dating a girl, the guy has no qual no redeemable qualities whatsoever and is just an asshole. Because you never see why she would bother going out with him in the yeah, first why did, place. Why, why did this relationship start? Like, these are the questions that need to be answered, not... Can a human's brain survive in a dinosaur? Yeah, that's not the question we need right here. Or how many times can you kill someone, not like the same person, but kill someone with an implied death? Because every single death every in this person is dies off screen. Implied. Like he finds Billy and a super trashy girl like, in a car. At first, he like he sneaks up and kills the weasel guy by like slashing at him and you don't see anything you just see him go Whoa! and fall back and you realize that, like he's been like eviscerated but you yeah. have no idea until later when the cops see the body like oh my yeah. god and then like uh, where were the blood squibs on that one yeah exactly and then he goes over to the car where billy's fucking psycho bitch um like in the car and then like one point she's <gasps> we forgot the scene Oh, so at the party, she's just randomly grinding on this... This big, kind of fatter dude. This overweight guy with a trucker hat and overalls who <laughs> is too old to be at that party. Oh, God, yeah. Every single person... First of all, the kids are all too young because they're serving so many drinks. Uh, but then we see a bunch of older guys. Here, babe, let's have some more. You got it? I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Woo! It's uh, too much little, to swallow. Yeah, yeah, this movie is too much to swallow. It literally choked me, but that's what she said. So, um, yes, yeah, so, the, like, there's a bartender who's doing all these, like, drinks. It reminds me of that story about Super Dave. Oh, yeah, I love the Super Dave story. And, like, there's one drunk girl obviously hitting on this bartender, and then Byron walks up, starts trying to hit on him, too. Just, he's mine! Mm. It's just like, oh, okay. A lot of, lot of weird flirting. He, so, uh, he... So he tears off the leg of the like, girl like, again, off screen. We don't see that. Like all we see is her, like because her legs are spread, and she screams. He goes, "Yeah, I know, I'm good." And she goes and like points up, and it's a fucking dinosaur. But the di uh, Michael as the T Rex grabs like her foot or her leg, and like is holding her upside down. And Billy, of course, just ups and runs because he's a putz. But and but we don't understand that later on they explain that either her leg was completely ripped off, yeah, or she's dead. Like, a lot you don't... of you don't get anything to the aftermath of this scene where you realize that there are about five or six people that have really flattened from him stepping on. Oh them. yeah, he like Not there's even... a bunch of like the the other lackeys for that like while, get stepped on for a while. He's killing people that are directly responsible for what is predicament. First, it's the mad scientist assistants, and then it's the, uh, the bullies. The bullies. And the girls, and you think, okay, but then, in the middle of that party, he just randomly crushes three people under his feet. I, no, I think those are lackeys from the, the bully. All right. I think, that, I think that's what it was. Everyone, I can't, I, I'm not 100 trying to give him morality. I'm, yeah, I'm not going back and rewatching this to figure it out. That's what I'm going to assume. But, and then, so he, so he either delegs or kills this girl, and then Billy runs over to this tent, and he's like, call the police, call the police, oh, there's a, there's a dinosaur, blah, blah, call the police. And then all of a sudden, the damn T-Rex comes out and lifts him up by the head. And you're like, oh, shit. And then that's it. You don't see anything else from that. Yep. And then people start scrambling because they finally see the T-Rex and all this and all that. They try to throw in a Jurassic Park reference with like having the table like thunder. And much and... like Jurassic Park, uh, they arbitrarily decide when the T-Rex footsteps are going to yeah. make water shake and the ground rumble and when they're not. When you want a surprise attack. Yeah, split the seas uh, and boil the um, heavens. And... So, 
Or split the heavens. And so the that's when we figure out that the cop is Byron's father. And yeah. he's like, yeah, the dinosaur, like, oh, he picked me up. He dusted off my jacket. I know it yeah. sounds crazy, but there was a dinosaur here. Like, he, and he doesn't, like, pick him up with his teeth or, like, help him up with his tail or anything like that. Those two he magical, he, like, literally grabs him arms. with his, like, dino hands, picks him up and, like, like awkwardly dusts his shoulders off. It's amazing. Um, but the, yeah, the two hit cops. The, one of the first scenes that is very offensive. Like at one point, like they're like one guy was like, "Who's that?" And the other one's like, "Oh, that's the chief's son. You better not drop and pick up or uh, bend over to pick up anything." So and the guy, funny. like guy, goes, "What do you mean?" And the other one go and like does the wrist thing that sh and like oh just so and he goes, much oh yeah. I'm like so offensive. God. Damn it! It was it was incredible Ugh. to see that in a movie. I uh, like I was incredible, and that's why it was even more surprising that when the chief interacted with his son, it was never a gay thing. It was never yeah. like that. It was oh, you're a kid. That you might his, be seeing things. That but... was his character, but at the same time, it wasn't his character. It was a weird balance. Yeah. So the scientists were like, "Well, we, we got to find this thing. What are we gonna do?" In the meantime, he's crept up to Tammy's window oh the next, the following day. And, uh, again, she screams and the parents are you get, doing some loud thing. Like, what was that? Was that Tammy? I don't think so. And they go up and she's gone. Like, and the he's... room's a bit trash. Which somehow this T-Rex has reached inside the room, pulled her out, <laughs> and, like, get, and escaped without breaking any windows. But the chair is turned over. Yeah. So you know something happened. Just happens. absconded with her to this barn out in the middle of nowhere where he immediately, to show her who he is, Bites the head off a flower. I'm like, oh, good. It still takes her at least two minutes of pantomiming yeah. to uh, figure out what's going on. And then, on. like, has to, like, place charades with her. Like, the flower would have been in. That like, was enough. The fact that he had a yellow rose and went, hum. And, like, That's enough. Just, like, oh, Quite enough. I, I get it. I get and what you're saying. Throughout this whole freaking movie, Denise Richards had many emotions. But there was no flow. There was no... Um, transitions. Well, that was this it whole was, movie. Every shot had boom, to know boom, transition. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. It was a lot oh, of bad they ending. Had, they would have, like, zoom-ins that were, like, kind of pointless, or they would have, like, these weird little bit lingering shots. It's just yeah. like, oh my god. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, so she figures it out. She's like, oh, we gotta help him. We have to get his yeah. body back. And it doesn't take any time to wrestle it. She's like, oh, Michael's brain is in his body. Oh, well, let's help him get his She body. goes by like, okay, Byron, here's the deal. He's like, oh, I knew that dinosaur was someone nice as Michael. Okay, so let's get his body back. They go to the funeral where his only living relative, uncle... Yeah, uh, who, uh, his alcoholic uncle, who was, like, passed out in the hospital. Shows, he, he gets up and he actually makes his speech and it's like, the entire time, the audio is terrible because I can hear people weeping, like, over it, him yeah. so obnoxiously. Like, this, this, like, this one speech, like, might have been kind of poignant and very uplifting, or not uplifting, but And the priest and just shuffles him off, like, like... Go on, get out of here. All right, now we commend his body. <laughs> so oh they wait for everyone God. to leave, and they go and open up this casket. And already, Michael's body is completely rotten with rats inside the coffin and worms in his face. And I'm like, what is happening? So, they, they, so when that doesn't happen, they're like, there's a morgue in town. So let's go to the morgue. And they managed to get, oh, no, the the evil scientist and his assistant They try, try to, to come, capture him, and then they kick them both into the grave and run off. And yeah. they take, uh... 
did they take the T-Rex with them? They have like a big like kind of moving truck with the, the ceiling open type thing. Yeah, and they, so they the find dinosaur this... is like peeking out through it. But they go, let's go to the morgue and get him a new body. Again, this whole morgue scene is some of the best dark comedy. Again, this all could have been moved into a different you movie. You like the scene. I wanted to kill myself when I watched this. It was so... Oh, it was so kitschy. It was so bubblegum sweet. Byron finds a beautiful but, female body. He's like, this poor girl. She's so young. Michael, you want to be in her? And she's like, I would like a guy, please. Like, I don't know. He can, Michael had done it. And the was like, maybe, maybe, nah. They keep like... In, Showing so, bodies up to the window to this dinosaur outside. Like, what do you think of this body? What do you think you of know, this one? Do you want a brother? Do you, you want a girl? You know that um, sh uh, shopping... Uh, montage yes. where like they keep coming out with a different outfit and they keep like shaking their head and then they come out and they shake their head and they're like no and they're like they're like laughing and stuff like that and then finally on the last one they're like mm -hmm. they give the two thumbs up yep. and like the this deep nod like um yes. oh what was that movie with Seth Green that Nostalgia Critic did uh, uh, the surf something or other yeah with the, the, the kid who moved to a landlocked state after he'd been a surfer for so long and oh my god and like they did a, that essential, essential the essential 90s. fashion montage from oh every movie god. ever and it's it's so like, again as i'm saying like all these scenes move them put them somewhere else you got a movie here but they don't end up finding a body and Make you know there's a part of me that's like you know when they open up the coffin and paul walker's corpse is just you know rotting away i'm like i actually don't know what they're gonna do now because yeah, Paul I Walker's think, the star. But, like he's the he's the he's in the movie, and you really just you now essentially written out his body. He cannot no longer be in this movie. What are you gonna do now? There was a lot of assumptions that people were gonna be able to understand the physical like motions and everything of this dinosaur instead of like having him narrate like. Oh, oh yeah, on, there's like, no inner monologue or narration. The nothing. dinosaur is just a silent dinosaur that roars sometimes. Yeah, it so. They uh, they had tied up the uh, the mad scientist and the assistant and like tried to and put them in the car. Well, they end up like escaping at one point, and of course the police come and, and like goes into a big long long chase through some cornfields to the side of a lake. It never ends. Like like at one point Byron's driving. And, oh yeah, Byron's driving, and the police figure out that it's Byron, and like that's where the the line came from. They're like. It's your fa uh, your son. Oh, it's terrible. Like, like so bad. Like, so casually, this guy was about to drop that word. And, like, it was so bad. It was, like... And then you get let, and then you lead into the uh, the shot from the trailer. The money oh, shot. The money shot. Of Tammy on this T-Rex across this lake. Just riding the T-Rex with this terrible stop motion nonsense. And, like, like the legs don't even, like... Fully move. They kind of go like one, two, three, one, two, three, one. Like it's, it's one, this is a two, great. This three, is a great visual gag you got going on on our audio. Podcast. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Sorry, the it listeners was, it are was, gonna it, get it. It's perfect. It, it was a very like I could have made a better stop. I can make my action that's... figures that aren't fully articulated walk like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was it was very poorly done, and very. it just it just fell so much apart. Fun. It fell apart. Like, it did not have much of a foundation, but it fell apart. It's... Uh, so quickly. 
We get to the climax pretty quickly after that because the next day, Byron goes biking up the side of the mountain and doesn't realize the police car following 10 feet behind him. He's yeah. like, hey, Tammy, no, I didn't let the police follow me. Here's some food and water. Ah, oh, crap, it's the police outside. And they How immediately, did they follow me? They immediately have a standoff and they come out waving, I guess, Tammy's white bra. Yep. And the cops, again, make just a terrible comment about having sex with this 16-year-old girl. And they're like, uh, what are we going to do? And then the scientist rolls up. He's like, I've got a tranquilizer, everyone. Don't worry. I'll take out the dinosaur. He says that. And I say to you, wait, how's a tranquilizer going to work on a mechanical dinosaur? Immediately after I say that, in the movie, Byron <sighs> says, now, wait a minute. If he's got a tranquilizer, how is he going to seduce a mechanical dinosaur? And I'm like, oh, my God, the movie is gaining sentience. It's answering its own questions. <laughs> Oh my god. So they figure out that the mad scientist is lying and he was the reason behind it. And like, Not before he gets eaten again off screen. Yeah. As the assistant runs away in slow motion, pulling down her skirt oh, over yeah. her butt. Like he apparently like nipped at her butt and got her skirt and like tore a piece of it because you could see just a little bit of a piece of it in the T the Rex's mouth. And like she's like, ooh! In no. slow motion, lingering on it. And then, for some reason, the fire, the police department unloads all their bullets in this mechanical T-Rex and it somehow goes down. Somehow. I, I, With it's, a giant... At this point, it's better not oh, to Oh, yeah. To Big crying it. scene with Tammy just draped over the head of this T-Rex. <laughs> and all the officers are crying, too, now, for some reason, because yeah, they like learned the respect of tear. love. I don't know. It fades to black, and you think, well, that ended... Not as I was expecting, but all in all, and then it starts up again. Like, what's what's oh, what's going God. on? What else is there? The the final shots. Tammy pulls into her parents' house, wearing that same crazy '90s uh, jacket with fringe and the hat and the heels. She's like, "Hi, mom." Gives her a kiss. "Hi, daddy." I'll be bound in this minute. I'm like, "Well, how much time has passed? What's going on?" And the dad says, "You know, I'm not comfortable about this." Mom says, "What do you mean?" I don't know about him being up there. And I'm like, what? Like, did they get the T-Rex head and just bring it inside the house yeah, that's to I, live? Yeah, like kind of like a gravity falls with a T-Rex skull. Exactly. And then she goes in and you just hear uh, Michael's voice saying, hey, babe. She's like, hey, how are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm, I'm doing good. I'm just tired of being up here all alone. Can I have a little something? She's like, okay, just one drink. And she makes a drink. And oh, she just, it's like straight speaking, whiskey or she's something. She's speaking into a webcam. Someone just has a bottle of straight whiskey in her room, and she's speaking into the webcam where Michael's voice is coming from. And then it's suddenly the camera pans down to his brain floating in a bowl, and she pours the whiskey over it. Yeah, like somehow that's how it's going to get absorbed. So he is alive Basic in this... Basic biology thrown out the window. Yep, so he's alive in this brain, talking through this webcam... And, and it has his voice. It's Paul Walker's it's, voice. It's, it's not like some... It's uh, Paul Walker speaking to us through this webcam. And I didn't... There was a part of me, Aaron. Do you know there was a part of me that knew it was going to end this way? Because a dark comedy would absolutely end this way. Because she's like, I'll be right back. Oh, yeah. She's like, do you want a little something, sweetie? I miss you. And he's like, oh, God, baby, I miss you, too. Like, if this was in, like, real life and it was, like, a webcam, his pants are around his ankles, basically. Exactly. And it pretty much ends with webcam sex yeah, like it is straight up it is straight up as high schooler this character who's supposed to be a high schooler in lingerie not like in an outfit lingerie. maybe taking something it is straight up lingerie and she takes 
almost all of it off. She takes her stockings off. And she like takes a skirt, her skirt off. and there's like a feather boa. It is so pornographic. It, it literally ends with the brain having some sort of orgasm, brain gasm. It like cause he like a bunch of sparks shot off and he, and Paul Walker's oh and like and like even though again biology bi biological <laughs> Lee, this would not work, but whatever. It's like, I'm like, at the same time, like, I felt dirty watching that. I'm like, you, you do that thing, you know, that husbands do when really sexy stuff happens on camera. You just like suddenly just stopped moving and you just like, like, like. Looking it, over at me, it like... wasn't, but it wasn't because I wanted your approval. <laughs> no, I, I know, it, I know it wasn't, but it was, it was like, it was no, it was more like, oh my god, is this about to happen? It wasn't because of like, is that typical, like, oh god, it, oh I she's know, in the room too. Thing. I know, like, but it was hysterical to watch it, you do it, that. It was straight up because I'm like, oh my god, is this? A, oh my god, this is. I feel like I could have. I feel like I'm on a watch list now. Yeah, like my name is on like some sort. Oh, of... Oh, absolutely. It's so, and there it ends. You see all the names of all the people who worked on this. Paul Walker's brain in a bowl. His it, girlfriend giving him webcam sex. And oh, that's how it ends. This, this freaking movie. Like, I, I had to take a moment. I think we paused during the credits or something like that. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, I had to take a moment and just, just exist. Not think, just breathe. Just exist. And I was just like, I feel like I'm five years older. Like, I feel like I'm already into my 30s now. And I'm like, this movie has aged me. See, for me, I felt five years younger. I'm like, oh my god, this is the stupidest piece of trite. And I loved every stupid minute of it. <laughs> this fucking movie should never have been This made. is better than Nessie and me. No, I, I have to say this is worse. <gasps> I, I have I have to disagree. I have to say this is worse. This, Nessie, okay. this might be my w top worst movie of all time. M underneath, like, Monos. Monos, production, direction, writing, everything failed on every single freaking level. This succeeded on only, like, one or two levels. Like, it is... God. No, like, I... The Room had better sex scenes than this. The fucking Room had... Better sex scenes. And as we know, that's how we measure all movies, is the quality of their sex scenes. <laughs> that is not what I'm saying in the Okay, well, what I'm saying is that this movie is absolutely so bad it's good. It absolutely deserves a riff tracks. It absolutely... A drinking game. Drink while you... If you are of legal age and listening to this, and you want to check out experiences for yourself, hey... Check out the trailer, because you're going to get most of it oh, yeah. on the trailer. Yeah, watch the trailer. But if you want to subject yourself, like, I on my birthday was drinking fairly heavily and watching the Super Mario Brothers movie, <laughs> and riffing it the entire time, and that was a lot of fun. This is one of those movies, you need to be slightly drunk before you start watching it. It is terrible. It is god-awful. It is birdemic on a bad day. I feel we owe it to our listeners to be sober to experience these awful, awful movies. I, 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 I don't honestly feel like... I, I would have enjoyed it more if I was drunk. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I was... Like, I... I keep my inhibitions real close to the surface. I, I tend to find the joy in most anything. So for me, I was having a freaking ball. Like, 
Like, if I ever, and I, I hope to God I never have to do that, I, if I ever have to watch this movie again, I have to have a strong drink in my hand. And, like, maybe not as much food as normal in my belly, because I need to be intoxicated. I have to tell you, you know what? This movie was not boring. There are many terrible, bad, boring movies that Riff Tracks does that yeah. you just start to like. Birdemic was a boring Any movie. minute now, you can only make the same joke six times in a row. It's kind of like Twilight in that respect. No action, just line, line. This movie at least was upbeat in that it kept moving at a very brisk pace. Never once did it just slow down except for really weird shots of chicks taking their clothes off. It was yeah. funny enough that there are certain scenes that absolutely could be transplanted into a dark comedy that would work perfectly. It is definitely worthy of riff tracks, and while it is a terrible movie, I say it is so bad it's good. Um, I say it's so bad it's bad, but I can appreciate it for that. You know what I, you know what I mean? I get you. It's terrible. It's god-awful. But, boy, was it fun to make fun of. <laughs> oh yeah, this is this is a movie that you riff yourself or you watch riff tracks or Mr. Science Series 2000. Um, you know, yeah, check it, it out. It's it, it's <laughs> it is 100 percent on watch YouTube. it with friends. Don't don't this be is, that person who watches these types of movies alone. Watch oh God, these no. movies with Go, friends. Do it like when again while you're drunk or like while when you have nothing else to do with a friend or a buddy or something like that. Like this movie, this movie. Okay, you know how like they're they they're, those douchebags will put on full movies on YouTube, and like everyone else kind of suffers for it. I am glad that this movie is on YouTube because you cannot experience it any other way. There is no way in hell you'll be able to find this on like eBay or Amazon. If you do, it's gonna be like one of like four hundred copies. Oh yeah, it's it is ridiculous that this movie was made to begin with, and like. I think if they edited it better, they directed it better, had better casting choices, say for like Paul Walker, you know, if he were still this alive, movie, obviously. This but... movie deserves the reboot gun. This movie deserves oh God, no. the... No, because it, it would not be any better. It would be still be worse than Sharknado. It no. would be Oh, God, yeah. I find Sharknado to be the epitome because they know it's a bad movie. They know specifically Except that it's terrible. Except for Terry. Terrible. Except for Terry. <laughs> Terry thinks she's like trying to get an Oscar. They know that it's terrible and they purposely make them offensively terrible. This movie was not made to be terrible. Like, oh God. Oh, just yes, like it was. Manos. Oh, yes, it was. Manos wasn't made no, to be terrible. No, no, no. Either. This movie was made to be bad. Everyone on the production knew this movie was going to be bad. It's in the trivia. I will pull it up right now. No. I will pull it up right this second. Folks, I am stalling as I'm trying to pull up. Tammy and a T-Rex on IMDb because I read the trivia as I love to do of everything um, and it is in the trivia that, it, that everybody knew this movie was going to be bad. Well then this should be just as good as Kung Fury then. Kung Fury was made to be bad like it was a good production made to look bad but it had all the right tropes so well. <laughs> Never mind. I swore I saw something. Maybe it was a different movie. I apologize. I thought I I, I was swearing. I was. Um, you have to take it back. I'm gonna have to take it take, back. Take to Twitter, our lovelies. Take to Twitter and find I, the truth. I apologize. I thought I saw a note saying that everyone knew it was gonna be bad. Maybe it was a different movie. It's quite possible. There are a lot of movies that are made to be bad, but I find this to be better than at least Sharknado's two through five. They have a fifth one. Did you know this? Yeah, isn't it called the fifth one? 
No, that was the third or the, one. Or the fourth one this or one something is, like it's, that. It has to do something with called Global Warming. Global Swarming is the title of the next Sharknado I have. Movie. I watched the first Sharknado with Rift Tracks. I watched the second Sharknado, I think, again with Rift Tracks. They're getting and worse. And I, I don't need to watch anymore. Like, like Birdemic kind of ruined, quote-unquote, the animal disaster movies for me. Because Birdemic was bad. But it's, I was... I, 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 Aaron Hines, was wrong about something on IMDb. <gasps> that is a, 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 a hard fact to grasp, but I was wrong. However, there's a fun little tidbit about this. There literally is only two pictures for this entry. Oh, you did show me this. This is a yeah. very weird thing. Like, the poster that I could have made better in high school. Um, and a random picture of a Disney Carnival Cruise Line. Now, here's the problem with this picture. Not only does it have nothing to do with the movie. There were they, no cruise ships nothing, in the movie. Not even close. It, and plus, it's Disney, which had nothing to do with the production of this. Um, so, it's for Tammy and the T-Rex. It's a picture of a Disney Cruise Line. It says, still one of two from We're Back, a dinosaur story. Which that also is not in. And then, and then still of Mia Silverman in Rex and the uh, Rex the Runt. This IMDb page is baffling. It really does baffle me as well. So this is just one of those movies that like you kind of have to experience it. Like the room has gained so much popularity that now it's in the mainstream. This could the, be one of those. This, the two guys, Tommy Wiseau and Mark, um, are actually making another movie. They are making. A movie yes. about the making of the room I with am... no one from the original production. Isn't it James Franco? James Franco is playing Tommy Wiseau, and Seth Rogen is playing the director. And God, all God is my witness. But he I was will the watch director. this movie. But Tommy Wiseau was the director. Exactly. So it's it's like his like played by two different directors. Okay, so I'm like, but yeah. he was the guy who did everything. But it is. So terrible. We've talked about that often, and maybe we'll have before that the making Dave of Dave Franco plays Mark. Dave Franco. So James Franco plays uh, Tommy Wiseau. His brother Dave Franco, who I love. Oh. I freaking love Dave Franco. If you ever want to come on the podcast, just let us know. <laughs> I freaking I hated him at first in Scrubs, the the revamp of Scrubs. Yeah. I hated him, and then like halfway through the season, I'm like, crap, I kind of like this guy. And then I've seen him in a bunch of things, and like, and I keep he's like. Holy shit, I really like this guy. I really like him. We've talked before about a lot of movies, how a more interesting movie would be the production of that movie as a movie. Troll 2 was one of them. Yes. Where they actually made a doc a documentary movie about the making and of that, that movie. And that has gotten garnered so much more critical praise than Trolls 2. Now, I am super excited for this room yes. movie, movie. We will see this movie. And I would one day want to see a Tammy and the T-Rex movie movie. So, this is our contribution to making this movie more widespread. We have watched some stinkers. We have watched riff tracks in MST3K of stinkers. But there was debate that this movie didn't even exist. And we yeah. had to Kind of like the it. whole bullshit with, um... Shazam? And, um... Uh, not Shaq, but the, the other... Uh, not, not Shaquille O'Neal. Um, <laughs> that's the same guy. Um, <laughs> no, the stand-up comedian. Um, yes. Sinbad. Sinbad. Like, how Sinbad played a genie, which was called, uh, 
Shazam instead of Kazam. It, it, does, it not does not exist. Tammy and the T-Rex does exist. This movie exists. It is, it is on YouTube. It has a full plot. Tell your friends. Quote, unquote, The world plot. needs to know. All right. We've got to wrap this up. Absolutely. I am so done talking about this movie. <laughs> I literally choked on it. That's what she said. <laughs> well, let's then uh, do our little pluggy plugs then. Well, hang on. We got... Or did we, we, did not, we did not rate Nessie and me. So we didn't... So we are not... Terrible movies do not get rated. They okay. just get analyzed. <laughs> okay. So this movie is terrible. It is fully on YouTube. Watch it there for a drunk fun time yes. or for a drinking game if you want to get drunk this is that movie so uh plugs as normal uh facebook married to the review married to the ideas review married to the idea reviews you're not allowed to say things anymore if you can't get them right Sorry. it is married uh, to the idea on facebook it's no it's married to the reviews married to the idea reviews you keep talking because i am on facebook it is at Married to the Idea Reviews. I am the one who makes all of the Facebook posts so far, so yeah, I feel like I but I'm the like one that actually would... made the Facebook page. <laughs> That's true, you did make so it, you would the, know. Okay, so to clarify, the name of the page is Married to the Idea. If you Google the, us, you'll find the website Married to the Idea. Exactly. The uh, official name, like when you do the at, is Married to the Idea Reviews. For Facebook, correct. For Facebook. Uh, we are also on Twitter, Married, number two, the idea... Um, and then if you would like to actually just go on to our website, it is marriedtotheidea.com. Marriedtotheidea.weebly.com. Our site is hosted by Weebly for free, which is really great. Let's, we, uh, shout out to Weebly. Shout out to Weebly. <laughs> we are also on SoundCloud and iTunes. Just search Married to the Idea and you will find us. And uh, if you guys have comments, uh, whether you actually enjoyed this movie more than I did or uh, suggestions for other terrible movies for us to check out... Uh, this the the we the, can't do too many terrible movies in a row because my soul will die a little. Yeah, uh, I I think that's part of the reason the the <laughs> ones that we the one the channels that we watch are like they they go through dips because they have to watch these terrible terrible movies. So, the, but if you have ideas for other movies or other ideas, you know that we can conflict about and uh, fight and all that junk, um, check us out at marriedtotheidea at gmail dot com. Married to the idea reviews at gmail.com. Married to the re married to the idea reviews. <laughs> See, you were wrong once, and I was wrong once. When were you wrong? I, like, <laughs> I'm not like I'm not making a joke. I'm like, I don't remember when you were wrong. <laughs> I'm never wrong, yeah. Oh yeah, a better husband would say yes. You were never wrong. Yeah, because so. I got some pretty uh, conflicting opinions on Star Wars that Aaron learned recently that we may have to share. And I will gather a lot of hate, but... I think uh, I think our next one's going to be a TV show, though. I yes. I think we've got... And then, you know, we've got ideas leading up. I, I've got an idea for, like, the week before Halloween and... Or, sorry, not... Uh, uh, before October and all through October. We are... We are Halloweening it up. Oh, I'm I have so excited. So many ideas. I so love Halloween. Like I am excited. Like this, I'm I'm very much excited for Halloween. I've got like a full list of like specific just for Hall Halloween ideas. So maybe we should do little. 
crazy photos every week dressed up as the characters from the movie we're going to review. Like, you have to guess what it is based on that. Okay, but if we do that, we only use what we actually have in the house. We don't go oh, out yeah, and Oh, yeah, but we, we will not be spending any more money on this podcast. It'll literally be, <laughs> quick, find something. Oh, we need a mustache? Quick, take some of the fur off of the cat bed. Sand in your face with tape. That is a very, very obscure reference to a puzzle in an old computer game. We watched like I'm the so worst. I'm so pleased that you remembered that reference. That we just watched it this morning. <laughs> I know, but I'm so pleased that you figured I was making a reference. Oh, yeah, yeah. Many times I will make a reference, often a Gilmore Girls reference. You'd be like, crap, I know it's a reference, but where is it from? Because <laughs> I like Gilmore Girls, but like I don't remember every episode, which is really strange for me, but I don't remember every episode, every line, because I would have to remember twice as many lines of it uh, from a normal TV show. I think the thing is about, about Gilmore Girls, to go off topic for a moment here, is it's very, it's completely scripted. So there aren't any ahs or mms or vagueness in remembering lines. The lines are purposely written and there was no ad-libbing. Yeah. So for that show, it's a lot easier, even than some cartoon shows, even though they're animated and you think they have a stronger script, um, sometimes they just have more mms and ahs and, you know, weird deliveries. Whereas on a show like Gilmore Girls, perfectly delivered. Anyway, you uh, can listen to my our Gilmore Girls Year in the Life podcast episode for that one. That is um, one of our most popular ones. I've been looking on iTunes. That one as and of our this recording. as of this recording, uh, the Gilmore Girls episode and the Wonder Woman pilot episode are our most popular yeah. episodes. Woman power. So, well, <laughs> uh, be sure to follow us on everything. Uh, like us, send us comments. Uh, tell us that we are terrible people. And leave us a review. Leave us a review of a review. <laughs> so, uh, thank you so much, guys. We really appreciate it. And we'll see you next time. Until then, he's been Aaron. She's been Liz. And, and we're, we're married, married to, to the, the idea. idea.